And what's up, guys? This is the new episode of Genocidal Talk, where today I am going to talk about not only Super Showdown and give my review on it, but I'm going to also talk about other stuff, rumors, and everything that I heard that happened this week. Now, um, I know I'm a little bit behind my my newscasting, um, but I'm back on it. I promise you guys I'm back on it, and I'm just going to keep continuing on it. So, for... The review on Super Showdown, I'm not going to review every single match like I wanted to or like I was planning on doing, but overall, I give it a 7.5. I liked the Cruiserweight match. I liked every match except the John Cena. No, not even that match was that bad. Like, it wasn't that bad. The only match that was really terrible would be the um, Undertaker versus uh, Triple H, which at Crown Jewel is setting up for D-Generation X versus Brother Destruction. I don't like that. Again, um, the Undertaker is a lifeless, timeless um, wrestler, but I feel like the last match he should have actually had where the streak ended, and I talked about this a lot, um, it should have been either Kurt Angle or John Cena that ended the streak. Um and retired um the undertaker so false claims from roman reigns and brock lesnar saying that they retired the undertaker because undertaker is still wrestling and he made a fool out of john cena at wrestlemania but overall the super showdown i give it a brief viewing um i watched the highlights of it it was really great um i give it a 7.5 could be a lot better but raw's ratings didn't do any better from last week to this week. Now, with Super Showdown, the build for it, you would you would have thought that bringing back Shawn Michaels and having Shawn Michaels take a choke slam would improve the ratings, but no, it actually made ratings go down really bad. And this week was a little bit better, but it showed no improvement. So Raw, with the Degeneration X coming back and reuniting, challenging the Undertaker and Kane, the Brother of Destruction at Crown Jewel. It only made a whopping 700,000 more views from last week to this week. Now, what does that mean? That means Raw is still suffering. And SmackDown is proving to be the superior brand like it always was. The For a B-team show, it shows A-team's effort. Um, and it shows potential that wrestlers should be looking more into SmackDown instead of Raw. Um, Raw has all the talent. But they have shitty, shitty storylines where Raw SmackDown has, I wouldn't say bad talent. They have not so much named so superstars. They only have like Randy Orton, Daniel Bryan, The Miz, uh, Jeff Hardy, and Shinsuke Nakamura. And they make what's due with their, you know, their wrestlers that don't have their name other than from NXT. You know, guys who enjoy the indie scenes. Oh, in, watching indie wrestlers in the WWE, they enjoy SmackDown versus Raw, um, which ironically should bring back the SmackDown versus Raw games. But that's beside the point. Rey Mysterio is going to make his return next week. I can't wait for that. Um, I know I said that he wasn't returning, which technically I was still right. Um, I was technically still right. He didn't sign a contract. As when the 2K19 game came out, he signed it a little bit afterwards. Um, when he was still like kind of free agent, he was still doing bookings for uh, New Japan, and and it was uh, Ring of Honor, uh, the All In show. 
So Rey Mysterio is now back full-time next week. And we're going to see some very interesting feuds between Rey Mysterio and whoever he got next. But I didn't talk about this. Um, so I remember how I said in the, which I'm going to segue to, remember how I said that um, Impact Wrestling and WWE had, um, which which this Impact versus WWE thing was going on for a while. Impact now finally had a meeting with WWE, and they sat down and talked, and it looking like they're planning on having an invasion angle. Um, but that's what's been noted, but sources saying that we're not sure what we're getting yet. It's a surprise, and anything can happen, but I'm hoping that we see Impact invade WWE, and make not only Impact better, but Raw's, uh, Raw's ratings better. Because as you know, Impact has been doing grand as of late. Getting rid of Dixie Carter, which was ruining wrestling for a while. Um, and honestly, Jim Cornette wasn't a bad... Um, he wasn't bad for the business. He had a great mind. He was sharp on the mic. He made TNA what it was from 19... Uh, from actually not, not even 1999, from 2000 and I would say 2001 to 2007, he made Impact what it was. Impact made him look like a joke, and thus firing Jim Cornette. Um, hopefully, hopefully, maybe now we'll see Impact and WWE finally do a feud and an invasion angle to where everything leads up into everything. But. We, we cannot have an invasion angle without main superstars not only getting injured, but also taking a leave of absence and, and not only that, but signing to the WWE. So we're going to go over one by one who's doing what and where and where, where, where their careers lie and what, what's going on from, the, from then on. So um, if you don't know... Chelsea Green, I believe her name was, Laura Velness, who she wrestled, that's her name in Impact Wrestling. She finally signed a contract with the WWE, and it's rumored she's going to be on WWE's programming pretty damn soon, um, starting off at NXT. That's what I'm hoping, where she crosses paths with Nikki Cross. Now, that would be a very interesting feud, and I just hope they let her keep the crazy bride um, gimmick, because that's what's made her uh, very popular. And you can clearly see that uh, Impact Wrestling made Laura Van Ness to where she is because she didn't have a really much of a character direction. She was just one of those arrogant wrestlers who was a champion at the time and held a champion and had a click. But she really broke out when she definitely, definitely made... Um, when that marriage proposal and that, that engagement and stuff like that went all to shit, thanks to Allie. And it made her character pop the way it did because of how crazy and unpredictable her character is. Now, do I want to see her in the WWE doing that, that character gimmick? Yes, I would love to see it, and I would love to see them improve on it and have Nikki Cross versus, versus Chelsea Green. That would be a great match. I would love to see it. And that is a new signee um, for WWE. Um, she also wrestled in All In, doing that gimmick after leaving Impact Wrestling. And Madison Rain was actually in the match that she was in for All In. So we're going to hope to see 
a very, very great classic match between Nikki Cross and Lauren Vanette, Laurel Van Ness or Chelsea Green, hopefully pretty soon, and I hope they keep the gimmick. But moving away from that, we have Sasha Banks, who is taking a leave of absence because of her medical condition. She said that she mentally does not feel like she could perform at the top of her build and the top of her her um, name and the top of her game because of the simple fact of she just feels stressed and overwhelmed with a lot of things going on in her life, um, especially wrestling and the way it is and what's the booking looking like for her. And honestly, the boss and the hug and boss connection is just not clicking for me. I It's not needed. Um, hopefully, like I said, maybe we could get the tag team women's division going. Um, Impact did it. I know WWE did it before, but Impact made it prestigious for a while until they had Eric Young win it, which was really stupid on their behalf, but I guess, you know, the best way to retire a belt is to have a male win it, I guess. I mean, there's really nothing to it to do it, but um, hopefully Sasha Banks comes and comes back and breaks away from her mental illness, um, just having her mental breakdown, and hopefully she comes back, and better than ever, I'm hoping that Everything is all well with her, you know, as she, as you, as we first reported, um, she was supposed to be in, well, not us, I would say other news outlets reported that she was supposed to be in Evolution, which is still happening, but she's not um, on the card at all, she was removed off the card, and also the, the, uh, the poster doesn't have Sasha Banks on it at all, it has everybody else but Sasha Banks, um, hopefully, hopefully, with this happening, she gets her shit together and just makes it all right, you know? I know I'm not in, I'm not in synchronized order, but I want to get all this news out. Um, the next news I want to report is that um, it was reported, speaking of evolution, it was reported that originally it was going to be Mickey James taking on um, Lita and Tristas taking on Alexa Bliss. It's been reported that this matchup, this tag team matchup, was in the works for a while, and that it wasn't something that just turned around and had like a different outplay. It was, it was definitely something that Vince McMahon had promised to do, but he kept the cards as singles matches, but never delivering it. Because they wanted to wait for the Bella Twins to turn on Ronda Rousey to build that Nikki Bella versus uh, versus Ronda Rousey match. But once they turn, once they turn uh, the Bella Twins heel and turned on Ronda Rousey, it made it very clear that this tag team match was going to happen. Um, I didn't like the idea of this being a tag team match. I don't like it because it shows that you're pretty much saying that you're hiring these two veterans back to the ring because they have they're both weak in certain areas which Tristrass can perform at the top of her level and Lita still got it and it's kind of damn shame that there is a tag team match because you could you know as you know when WWE has two veterans on the same team the veterans usually have ring rust and they're also lacking in certain areas that the other one could pick up on um Lita of course has um her move sets and Trish has her character. I feel like Trish, like as the display on the promo, 
with uh, Trish Trash going for that chick kick on Mickey James and how she had to kick her twice, it just shows that Trish Stratus doesn't have all her movesets down anymore. So one is picking up the uh, what the other slacking on. Um, hopefully we see Lita do the moonsault. I'm surprised that they actually didn't let Lita hit the twist of fate anymore. Uh, I know that was a guaranteed move that she always hit. So that's kind of weird that she didn't uh, hit it. But you never know. Things can turn around. Things can change. Uh, maybe she'll do it at Evolution. I'm hoping that she does, but you never know. Um, but moving away from that, we're also having reports that um, the Evolution, um, and people, a lot of people are going to be really pissed off about this card. Me, my, me myself, I, I think it saves the veteran and cements their, their careers and just overall makes them seem like they're not timeless. You know, they have a lot left in them and they can show and prove to the, to the WWE universe that they have a lot left in them. Uh, moving away from that, though, I'm going to talk about now um, injuries. Samoa Joe is definitely injured. Um, I'm not sure on the injury yet. Uh, I will have the reports up tonight, um, and I'll report it on it tomorrow on my podcast again. Yes, I'm doing another podcast two-parter, but so Samoa Joe is definitely injured, and Kevin Owens is also injured. I think it's a minor injury for Kevin Owens, but definitely a major one for Samoa Joe. It might be not as major as everybody's thinking it is, but I'm and I'm hoping that it's not because this this AJ Styles versus Samoa Joe match is really, really, really good. I mean. If you guys didn't see the feud in Impact Wrestling, you guys are getting a second wind of it. This is the WWE's watered-down version of the Impact feud that uh, AJ Styles and Mojo had, but it still crosses those lines, those very familiar lines that Impact love to cross. So we're hoping, and I'm hoping, that Samojo finally picks up, the, picks up that title and does something with it. Um... You know, Samojo proves on the mic that he's got it. Wrestling-wise, his skills are phenomenal. Um, hopefully, hopefully, like I said, he picks up the title and he runs with it because that is something that we need to have. Like, it's it's destined to have Shinsuke Nakamura win the title, but we didn't get that. But we're gonna get hopefully Samojo finger cross um, on the card with the title and just winning it. Hopefully, at Crown Jewel, he wins it. If not. We can't be mad. Um, you know, everybody has their time and everybody has their place on when they break the, the mold. So hopefully, hopefully, like I said, Samojo picks up the title pretty soon. Um, Kevin Owens, I'm glad he's injured because this feud that he's in with Bobby, uh, Bobby Lashley is just not looking great for Bobby Lashley. He makes Bobby Lashley look so weak. And then to have Leo Rush as his manager, it's, it makes it even worse. It's like having... Uh, Paul Heyman 2.0 and a Brock Lesnar 2.0 and it doesn't work out for me. I just don't like the, 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 the idea of it. i rather have Bobby Lashley work by himself and like I said, having that dream match between Bobby Lashley versus Brock Lesnar. Um, that is a match that I want to see, that everybody wants to see and it was teased, like I said, for a while that Brock Lesnar and Bobby Lashley were going to have a match together um, when Roman Reigns lost that number one contenders match. But WWE and Vince McMahon, especially, 
dropped it because they didn't like the fact that Roman Reigns lost and it didn't build a story from there and you know of course Roman has to win the title because that's Vince's new pet project um hopefully like I said we get that match pretty soon and just I don't like the direction that Bobby Lashley's in and I don't like the fact that Kevin Owens and Bobby Lashley having a feud because in a real fight, Bobby Lashley would wreck Kevin Owens. Um, and, I, and no disrespect to neither one of them. I love Kevin Owens. I love him. as a, He's my like favorite wrestler. And I love um, Bobby Lashley. But we all know in a fight, Bobby Lashley's going to get wrecked. Uh, not Bobby Lashley's going to get wrecked. Kevin Owens is going to get wrecked. Bobby Lashley will do the wrecking. And it's just apparent and it's just unfortunate that WWE cannot book this man the way Impact booked him. Impact booked this man as a powerhouse, and the WWE just can't get it right. For some reason, the WWE is dropping the ball with Bobby Lashley. I feel like Bobby Lashley is going to leave pretty soon and go back to Impact Wrestling or Bellator because, he, again, he was making great money with Bellator. He never needed WWE, and his Impact career was doing so much better, so much better. They made Impact made Bobby Lashley look like the big man on campus. He looked like a damn bully. So, I hopefully um, we get the matches that we deserve and not the ones that we keep hitting with these stupid ass whatever whatever matches. Um, what else matches? What else we're going to talk about? Oh, Crown Jewel. So, as reported, um, Raw's ratings just went up like 700,000, but it was still bland. Degeneration is coming. Uh, Degeneration X is coming out of retirement, and we're gonna get Degeneration X versus the Brother Destruction at Crown Jewel. I don't like the idea because one, Shawn Michaels looks like he doesn't got it anymore, and two, Triple H. He's they, these guys, not just only Triple H. Shawn Michaels and Undertaker and Kane all look like they passed their prime, and I just don't like it. I don't like the build. I don't like the story. I don't like anything of it. Um, maybe we will get something better on Crown Jewel. But as of right now, it's being reported the World Cup and the tag team match between the Brother Duction and D-Generation X are the only two matches that are being announced right now. Hopefully we get more in the weeks to come and we find out exactly what's going on with those. Um, so... I want to know if you guys are going to pay the $10 on the app to watch this, or are you just guys going to watch the highlights that somebody posts up on YouTube? Me, personally, I'm just going to watch the highlights on YouTube because it's not worth paying the $10 to see some garbage matches. And that's just how it is for me. I don't like the idea of things like that being run, um, being ran. Um, which would mean if Crown Jewels happen... In Saudi Arabia, um, that means we're gonna have another Evolution match, uh, Evolution 2.0, sometime near after, like maybe six months after Crown Jewel. But again, I don't know. I'm just hoping that the WWE gets their shit together and stop booking horrible matches because we've been seeing a lot of bad matches on the WWE's part, on behalf. And I'm just not happy with it. I don't like any of the matches, and I'm getting kind of frustrated with the programming, with Raw especially, because Raw should be a lot better than what it is now. Not saying SmackDown is a bad show, but if you're going to announce the show as the B-team of SmackDown, 
you should kind of have like ratings to prove it. And SmackDown, like I said, has been proving that week in and week out, and Raw just can barely compare. Um, I just hope that things get better with the WWE pro- uh, projects and programming. Um, but as of right now, it's looking like it's not going to get any better. It's only going to get worse. And we all know what happens when it gets worse. Soon the, pro- the product dies and in place is something else. This man really needs to retire at this point because he doesn't have the mind for the business. Triple H does, and Triple H is improving it, but he's in always a financial struggle with NXT. So he cannot do... He could create great matches and be creative, but but the problem is he doesn't have the funds to do what he wants. So with that being said, guys, I'm your host, Franklin, and... This has been Genocidal Talk. Um, this has been the revamp, the reboot, and I'm going to have more for you guys pretty damn soon. Take care.